to internalize all that and go out there and get the job done. That's why I'm still doing it because it scares me shitless. But if you can just internalize all that and get the job done, you know what the truth is. Those, that's what I mean. Like it's knowing far as what your brain is thinking and, and acknowledging those feelings, but differentiating your feelings from reality. Cause a lot of times that's not reality. Right. You're scared. Why should you be scared? I don't leave any stone unturned. Every time I hit that cage, I'm 110% ready to go. Why should we be worried? Let the cards fall where they may. Yeah. And, and, and you know what I mean? You did, you, you gave yourself or for me, I've given myself the best chance to win that fight in that moment in time. So all those worries, you can, I said, I acknowledge that they're there, but at some part you're going to have to um, compartmentalize all that stuff and, and get your job done and get those three checks. That's all that matters to me. What's going on, guys? It's Eric Allen, owner of Top Rated MMA and the Eric Allen Show. Wanted to tell you about the sponsor of this episode, Podcorn. I was actually referred to Podcorn by some great friends of mine, so I had to go check this out because they said that they actually earned money through their podcast using Podcorn. And here it is. Podcorn is this marketplace for podcasters to connect with sponsor opportunities so you can actually monetize your podcast. You don't have to have this large podcast. You can browse through all these different sponsorship opportunities and find the ones that really match what you're into. You can do mid-roll, you can do pre-roll, you can do interview spots with that opportunity. You can also do product review and connect with them and there's no middleman. You're actually working directly with the sponsors that you're trying to work with. A very simple process to submit. They are there to make sure that you are compensated for the work that you do. They're like hiring somebody to do the dirty work for you, but you don't have to pay them. They actually pay you to work with awesome sponsors. You can't go wrong with Podcorn. Keone, you're an undefeated MMA professional fighter. Signed with Bellator, man. Thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. So, oh, thank, thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. I like to start my shows up by going back to the beginning, man. Where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? I was born in California, like half of my life. Moved okay. uh, to Hawaii in like ninth grade, and um, and yeah, just kind of had hit a little rough patch going in school, some bullies and stuff like that. So uh, after high school, I didn't really start training in MMA. Until I think I was like nineteen. Okay, okay. So um, just training. Just training really to just kind of protect myself, you know what I mean, and handle situations as they may come. And then uh, we kept fighting. We were doing some amateur fights and stuff, and they were going good. And then wanted to try and uh, stay amateur for a while, doing all kinds of other odd jobs. Uh, was in the carpenters union. Was going to school for like nursing. Did some other. Did some other. Uh, just like regular. Uh, what is that? Um, she regular prereqs just to try to get things going. So I, I, I kind of went around and chased after a lot of things, and then uh, chased after a lot of things, and then um, always wanted to come back to fighting and just wanted to try to give it a good run. We had some stalls going on, but uh, yeah, I didn't turn pro until like twenty eight. So it was, okay. it was a, it was a, it was a while. It was a process, man. And then, um, but uh. Still feel good. Body yeah. feels good. Brain feels good. Everything's pr pretty good, man. So it just yeah. It's a weird. It's a weird story how everything comes. It's all about the journey, man. 
Oh, for sure. Dude. <laughs> Absolutely, oh. man. Absolutely. I mean, you've been fighting for a long time. I mean, Tapology shows that you had your first amateur fight in 2007. I mean, is that still, is that when you had your first like fight or were you fighting before that even? No, that was my first amateur fight. Okay. Then I didn't fight for like another year or something like that. Okay. Then I had a few, then I strung out probably. Well, no, I think I had two amateurs then I stopped for like three years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause well, you know, you got everybody in your ear talking about don't do wasting your time with that type of shit. And just, yeah. you know what I mean? You fight and that don't make no damn money. You better do <laughs> job. You know what I mean? You sound stupid. You sound crazy when you, but right. I guess not. It, it ain't too crazy. Cause right? it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, Come but, on, you man. I mean? So when you're young and impressionable and you don't really know who you are and yourself and, so you just kind of follow along and stand that safe route where everybody going, getting a job. I mean, you always can be a carpenter, always can be a union carpenter, always can do these type of jobs. I don't think you always can be a world champ or, or aspire to be a world champ. You know what I mean? There's kind of a deadline on those types of things. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, and I, five of your nine pro fights, they've come via rear naked choke, which obviously you're good at finishing the fight anywhere it goes. But is that the game plan for you to get in there and get that rear naked choke? I think, to be honest, a lot of people don't really expect how heavy the hands are. So shit gets clinched up kind of quick sometimes. Yeah. Like, I thought Derek Campos, like I thought in that last fight, you know what I mean? I was expecting, like, a war. Like, he's going to try to bang out, like, a lot of his fights. And he got caught with a few left hands. And, fuck, he, he was the one initia um, initiating the, the wrestling, especially in the first round. I was like, wow, that came a lot quicker than fucking I thought. I know I don't hit yeah. soft. I ain't no Mike Tyson or nothing like that. No knockout artists like that. But I, I know I don't hit soft for sure. Like an yeah. amateur, I had, I had five knockouts in amateur. Oh, nice. Okay. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you look spectacular in that fight. Obviously ending it with 459 in the third Thank round. That was such a great fight, dude. Congratulations on that win too, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You fought for several promotions throughout your career, you know, and your last fight was your second one under the Bellator banner. What's been your experience working with Bellator so far? Good, man. I'm just, I'm happy to have a home that we can, uh, the pay went up a little bit and you can pay some bills and actually kind of live a little bit like a professional athlete and not yeah. have to work jobs and do all this kinds of stuff. And you know what I mean? But it, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been good. It's been fun, man. Um, nice. Said I had a few fights in the LFA, so I kind of know what it's I know what it's like to be on TV. I've been on TV a bunch of times before. Yeah. Um or even KOTC, but they just do it yeah. Um they kind of like air way after. Right. But um right. as far as like the live TV experience, LFA was a good little home for me to kind of feel comfortable with cameras all in your face the whole time and whatnot. But um Bellator's been cool. It just sucks that my first fight was underneath the damn COVID stuff. So Right. You know what I mean? You got to stay in the hotel. You can't travel. Me and my wife have only really been to California, Vegas, and Hawaii, <laughs> Arizona. Okay. There, so we don't know shit about it. We didn't know nothing about nothing out there. So we definitely wanted to go and use some of that pretty money and go around and go see some stuff. But you locked in a room. So it kind of sucked on that part. But yeah, it'll pass. We're just blessed. Blessed we get opportunities to fight and, and to make money in times like this because a lot of people are hurting right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man, a lot of hurting. Uh, hurting financially, hurting on the mental side of things, man. I mean, and, and fighting, it's such I a mental think, game anyways. Like, how do you prepare mentally for your fights? I think this is the shit that only keeps me sane, man. Probably yeah. be losing my shit if I didn't have it. Because <laughs> it's just, um, 
it uh, tried to just bring a lot of attention to my inner body, my inner mind, what my thoughts are. Just in a daily thing, pay attention yep. to all those things. And I don't think I would be so into that if I wasn't fighting into how am I feeling? How's my body? How's how's my mind? My breathing? My you know what I mean? Just a lot of a lot of introspective type of things. I'm just focused on you know what I mean. My inner and, and mental health was a big thing too. Not being yeah. all fucking stressed out all the time. Not you know what I mean. Eliminating a lot of unneeded stresses. A lot of people seem to stress over things that don't really matter at all, which is the craziest thing ever in life. Why would you stress about shit that does not matter? Right. If it don't matter tomorrow, why are we stressing about it today? Yep. It's crazy. Man. So it, just, it helps to simplify things. Fighting helps to simplify a lot of things in life for me. Yeah. It really shows me what's important. And a lot of the stuff we think is important shouldn't really, shouldn't really even waste your time on it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Do you have any backstage rituals or how are you feeling before you walk out to like cage, man? Do you ever have fear come over you at all? Nervous, terrified, and nervous, terrified, and wanting to run out the fucking building. <laughs> There's it's a roller coaster. Yeah. But to internalize all that and go out there and get the job done, that's why I'm still doing it. Cause it scares me shitless. But if you can just internalize all that and get the job done, you know what the truth is. Those that's what I mean. Like it's knowing far as what your brain is thinking and, and acknowledging those feelings, but differentiating your feelings from reality. Cause a lot of times that's not reality. Right. You're scared. Why should we be scared? I don't leave any stone unturned. Every time I hit that cage, I'm 110% ready to go. Why should we be worried? Let the cards fall where they may. Yeah. And, and, and you know what I mean? You did, you, you gave yourself or for me, I've given myself the best chance to win that fight in that moment in time. So all those worries, you can, you said I acknowledge that they're there, but at some part you're gonna have to um, compartmentalize all that stuff and, and get your job done and, and get those three checks. That's all that matters to me. Yeah, I mean that's it, that takes strength in itself, man. Just being able to comp, uh, like you know separate all that stuff, man, and then the mental game, man, it's so good. Who's that person in your life that drives you to succeed the most? Well, he passed away, but probably my grandpa. Oh, nice. He was the one. He was the one that. He's very, very, very consistent. Mm. Very consistent. Very humble. Very uh, level-headed. Very cool-headed in in the midst of the chaos. You know what I mean? He never fought or nothing like that. But my grandma could have been. My grandma was a wild one before a little bit. She's she's got a mouth on it. She's full Puerto Rican Filipino, so she's kind of crazy. Okay. So you know what I mean? And my yeah. my grandpa was just. He he showed me what it is to be a man, take care of your family at all costs and and be very consistent. And consistency can get you a lot, a lot of things in life. Consistency can win fights. And he wasn't a fighter, but just uh just uh um the life lessons type of deal, you know what I mean? The 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 values, the core values, what makes you go, and that's why I work the the way I do. Like I said, he he's got two retirements. He he was a he was he was born into like a little shack out here in town in Kaimuki. It's um it's outside of Honolulu a little bit, but he was born in a shack with like four brothers in like a little twenty foot shack. Wow. And and he got two retirements from 24, 20 in the Air Force and another twenty civil service. So it's just you work hard, no excuses. You work hard, you you be humble, and that's probably the most thing that 
and it's sad like because he passed away about 11 years ago now we're looking and uh, I was I was 24 23 at that time you know what I mean and I'm 23 I think and it was just um you don't you don't see all those things until you start to get older when it's like well he was really legit like the shit you, you, you don't understand you don't you don't value those things you know what I mean when you're a kid you're thinking this and that and it's like bro those those are the things that matter to me most in life yeah man he sounds like an amazing man yeah he was he was he was pretty action he was pretty man so cool dude and and um man yeah thank you to him for his service too man i mean that's uh that's pretty awesome uh what an unbelievable story that he has man and to leave that legacy with you man that's so cool 2020 man it's, it's like hit this rough year for mma events obviously getting canceled all over but you were able to get a fight in there in september obviously you know when can us fans expect to see you back in the cage or do you kind of have a plan in mind when you want to step back in very 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 soon um bellator has got a big uh big announcement so we're probably looking at sometime in april for sure 100 okay. we got opponent everything kind of pretty much locked in so we're kind of in full swing Right on, man. Right on, dude. I wanted to uh, shift to a couple of fun questions here. I've got these things called pod decks. Yeah. They just random questions, man. I'm going to pull one out and hopefully it's not a flop here. We'll see what happens. Uh, this one says, if you got stuck in an elevator and were forced to listen to only one song, what would the song be? How long? Right. Um, let's say uh, <laughs> that's a great question, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Two hours. <laughs> Probably something from Bob. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Probably Bob. something nice and relaxful. Maybe some Bob Marley or something like that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Most likely. Right. Uh, huge like uprising of, of like bare knuckle fighting going on and things like that. Are you a fan of bare knuckle boxing? I'm a fan of those checks. I heard fucking Paige got paid. Right? Yeah. <laughs> totally, man. If you want to pay me 300 k I'll go in there fucking do whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like she lit legit like made plus 300 more than you know what i mean if it was a betting odds there's yeah. plus 300 her check at bare knuckle unbelievable <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah it's fighting, man. right nobody said it was fair at all yeah yeah man it's, it's unbelievable niche and you gotta gotta be grounded and know yourself like everybody can say this and that and oh like yes ufc is they have the best fighters. Nobody's going to lie about that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what do we do this shit for? For somebody else to say that, oh, you're this or that, or do we pay, or do we do this to enjoy ourselves and pay pay our bills? Yep. I'm, yep. I'm not doing it for other people to please them. And not like saying I'll go out there and try to make boring fights by no means. But at the end of the day, you're there to feed your family. Yep. Exactly. And the, the other guy can go and deliver his mail or do whatever the hell he's doing and say what he feels but you know what i mean it's a whole different animal if you're the one actually doing it yeah so you know what i mean wherever you can get the money big ups page for getting that check that's all it's about is at the end of the day when they come to collect that mortgage they're not like oh you had a fight in the ufc your mortgage is good this month you don't need yeah. it <laughs> that's not how life kind of works so right. life is life yep yep two more questions for you man you you have heavy hands, but who has hit you the hardest? Like where you just got hit and you're like, man, that just rocked me. Mm, uh, in the gym more so. In the gym, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the young boys last camp when I was getting ready for uh, 
Derek Campos. Uh, knock on wood, though. I, like I said, man, I've been I've been blessed, man, that I really haven't took a lot of head trauma. Try yeah. not to. Plus, I got a big coconut head too, so I got a good. <laughs> I got a big size head. Um, probably like a couple times. No, it was like two times. I last time I got hit by uppercut that I didn't see, and I felt this shit all the way down to my toes. Oh wow! Like, your whole body feels like you got needles. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rob, Rob Emerson's another one. He's hit me with a hook that same thing. That was years ago, but yeah. I kind of remember the good shots. Like, yeah, yeah for sure. Like your, your feet fall asleep, but it's like your whole body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, I love music, man. So I love to ask this question. Like, do you have a favorite type of music or favorite band that you like to listen to? Um, I like all kinds of music, honestly, man. Nice. From hip hop to reggae to R&B to country to everything. Well, not so much on the rock side. Okay. And it's been kind of dying out a lot, yeah? The yeah. Rock music. Yeah, I haven't seen too much of that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, th- th- those are cool, like early 2000s, like those ones. But besides that, yeah, I've been been running some country a little bit. Nice. Nice, man. Nice. Hawaii seems to like their country music, too, right now, so I don't know. It's okay. pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, also, uh, Karen, I wanted to give you an opportunity just to give a shout out to coaches, sponsors, teammates, anybody that you'd like, man. The camera's all yours, man. I, I so appreciate coming on. Um, give a big shout out to my wife. That's probably the biggest help. Yeah. Most consistent help for sure. Um, and just all my teammates, man, that always helped me to get better. And from here in Hawaii to all the way in Arizona. Big shout out to all those guys. Couldn't do it without them. Um, of course, my sponsors. Um, we got RCS Countertops, Cobra Bar Arcade, um, Aloha Beef Chips. And hopefully we got some more sponsors we can add on to that. Uh, Ruka, Defend Hawaii. Nice. Um, yeah, that's kind of about it, my man. That's, that's pretty much the sponsors. And uh, the whole rundown. The whole, the whole thank you rundown. Love it, man. Love it, dude. Keanu, it's such an honor to have you on my show, man. Thank you so much for taking time oh, and, yeah. and joining oh, me, yeah. man. This is great conversation. Thanks for sharing your story, man. Such a good one, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate it. If it brought you any value, please leave a rating and review below. Please go subscribe to our podcast, all of our channels on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Rumble. Look, we're on all the formats. We want to continue to grow the show and continue to bring you value. So thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. Have an awesome day.